0: See, for transformation to happen, first of all, there should be a willingness to be transformed. Our conditioning is is so strong, even on the spiritual path, we are resistant to transformation. What do I mean by this? Let me give you an example. Say, for example, you are deeply into rituals. You are a very religious person. You are brought up in a family who is very religious. Um, you know, chants and things from childhood. You don't leave the house without saying a prayer, without doing a puja. You are very regular in attending pujas like Rudra Puja, Satinarayan Puja. Different type of pujas. Uh, you have you got your own group who do pujas regularly, where you attend regularly, uh, you attend to bhajans regularly. So, there are so many things. So, it's a big part and a very important part of your routine life. Okay. Now, you come to Yoga Vasishta class and in the Yoga Vasishta, Vasishta says, all rituals, temples, pilgrimages are useless. They take you nowhere. Real progress, only happens through inquiry into the self, through the arrival of knowledge. Now, deep inside you know this is true. In spite of doing all this for a long period of time, you still have your anxieties, worries, suffering, insecurities. You still go through all this drama of life. You don't see yourself as existence, consciousness, or bliss. But, Vasishta is saying to experience that what you really are, you need to really deeply inquire into what you are doing, how you are doing, and drop all these things. They may give you temporary relief. They may keep, instead of wasting your time in front of television, you might spend the time a little bit more productively. That's it. There is nothing else. Now, you can either say, yes, that is right, how much time I spent in this, or continue to spend in this, day in, day out? Should I just do something else? And how much little time I spend in contemplating, in reflecting, in meditating? Should I spend a little bit more time? That is one way. But actually, what a lot of people I have seen do, even in spiritual path, even path, people have been there for many years, they intellectually appreciate what is being told, but deep inside, they don't take it. Deep inside, they are looking for something which will appreciate what they are used to, what they are doing. They want some part of the scripture which says, Yes, rituals are good. What I am doing is a yagna. It is going to get me some punya and through that punya. I am going to get over suffering. When this line comes through, as it comes through karma Kandas, you feel, yes, look, I'm doing something important. Though in the Gita also it says that, yes, you can do rituals and yajna, but the quickest and the best way is through jnana. That is the jnana of non-duality. You will not see that. You will just ignore that part and hold on to this part which says, yes, yajna will help you. You see what I am saying? So you have got an opportunity to transform yourself from a ritualistic person and contemplate deeper into knowledge. But then you keep the knowledge put aside, but then you try to find something that justifies your ritualistic activity. Because you invested too much into that. You are not ready to let go. Let me take another example. Relationships. It's The biggest conditioning in our life is that family is everything. And close relationships. I will do anything for close relationships. And that's what people do. That you're working hard, you're earning, you're going out of your comfort zone. Why? For my husband, for my wife, for my children. on people for whom, unfortunately, the child passed away because of something, accident or illness or suicide, three years, four years down the line, they are unable to overcome the grief. They feel that has such a big hole in their life that they are unable to come to terms with it. And I've seen the same with people who have divorced, separated. They just haven't been able to get their life back together. Yeah, Now, for them, if you quote to Yoga vasishta and say, family is an illusion. It's just a conditioning. Your wife, children are all just like people whom you meet in a fair, spend some time and then you move on. You have to let go of all of them. It is just in your mind saying that this is my wife, my husband, my family. There is nothing like that. You have been brainwashed to behave in that way. Or you go even one step higher and see the whole material world is an illusion. It does not exist as you think it is. So when your own very body is an illusion, the other bodies are also an illusion. Okay? So, why worry for something which is so illusory? That is not truth. Just let go. You are just wasting your time. This is truth. But you don't like to hear it. You don't want to hear it. Because you have invested so much of your life into that relationship. You don't want it to be illusory. You want it to be real. Even though it is hurting you so deeply, you want it to be real. So, with this false identity, to this body and mind or to your actions, even though being intelligent, you behave in a very stupid way, and instead of letting go of the ignorance, letting go of things which are binding you, causing you pain and suffering, you are trying to find another way to justify that. Hmm? I know a friend who also attends our sessions, who is very appreciative of our sessions he calls back to ask for some doubts and and when i met last met him last time he was telling you know you should listen to the discussion bhagavad gita by this another person and that person has shown the whole gita in the light of bhakti bhakti means duality me and you god disciple God, devotee, guru, disciple. You you should listen to it. It's very nice. It's more more bhakti-oriented. And that is very beautiful as well. Now, basically, our discussions have all been knowledge-oriented. And that's what Bhagavad Gita is. Bhagavad Gita is one of the prasthanatrayas of the Advaita. Bhagavad Gita, Upanishads and Brahma Sutra Bhashyas are the three main pillars of non-duality. But you ask somebody who is into ISKCON, they think the whole Bhagavad Gita is Bhakti. Only one chapter in Bhagavad Gita is emphasis on Bhakti. Two or three on action, the rest of it is all on Purusha, Brahman, on the non-dual Self. But then you have a way of turning the whole thing according to where your interest lies, which appeals to you. You are not seeking truth. You are seeking comfort, you are seeking convenience in what you do and trying to find something that justifies what you do. With this attitude, there is no possibility of transformation. You are actually wasting your time. You would rather be ignorant and just become a charwaka, get into the world, assume the reality and the elements and the body and the pleasures, just enjoy there fully. You are neither there nor here. And until you become open, and see the futility of so many things which you are doing, and see the importance of so many things which you are not engaging in, real transformation is not possible. Hmm? So, these two are called Adhyasa and Nididhyasa. Adhyasa is seeing unreal as real. Nididhyasa is seeing real only as real and ability to let go of the unreal which you thought was real. The movement is from Adhyasa to Hididhyasa. And this happens through Abhyasa, the constant reflection and practice. But for all this, most important is, you should be ready to let go of your preconceived concepts and conditioning and to open up to life. Yeah? So the only obstacle to your very own transformation is your inability to let go of your preconceptions, of your own ideas, and not being open to life.